Osiris. That was like a, a really big lesson the last two years, especially writing note to self was like, what do I want out of the next two years? And who am I? And checking in with myself and realized I hadn't done that in a while. Right. Because I love going out so much and because I love being an active part of Nashville's community. So yeah, it was a necessary inward journey. Hi, this is Maggie Rose. You're listening to Salute the Songbird on Osiris Media. Salute the Songbird is a platform for women in music to share their stories and let their voices be heard. And everyone has a seat at the table. Welcome to this week's bonus episode of Salute the Songbird. I'm your host, Maggie Rose, and today you're going to hear a conversation between me and my friend Brie Kennedy that took place backstage at this year's Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival. And it was a very special day for both of us because we had both been billed for the last three scheduled Bonnaroo's. The first two were canceled due to COVID, and then the third due to inclement weather. So there was a ton of excitement and anticipation built up before we both got to take our respective stages. But it was particularly fun to catch up with Brie at this stage in her career because she's used all that time between when she was originally set to perform and when she finally did get to perform at Bonnaroo to put some amazing work together. She has a full-length album called 20-something. She just dropped another song called Ribbon this past Friday. And she did a lot of work on herself and looked inward. And I think she emerged as a more enlightened artist and person. So I think you'll find it very heartening to hear this conversation with the wonderfully talented Brie Kennedy. Hey guys, I'm backstage at Bonnaroo with one of my favorite people ever, Miss Brie Kennedy, who's playing today. She also is going to be playing songs from her new album, Note to Self. She has a new version of her amazing song, 20-something, coming out next week. Next week. All right, how do you feel being here? I feel, it's, I mean, it's surreal. It definitely feels like it's been a little too long to be back here on the farm. So you've been scheduled to play here the last three times that Bonnaroo was supposed to occur. Yeah. And even though it's only been two years, when I was playing yesterday during both of my sets, I was like, I've been waiting three years because it just feels 
forever. Like it's been an eternity. Yeah. I was supposed to play last year as well. And then, you know, we all go through the heartbreak of what COVID did to the touring industry. And then to have it be rescheduled, everyone's coming in from all over the world to yeah. play. And it's canceled because of brain. I mean, that almost felt just like painfully. It was kind of like a moment, I think, at least for me, where when I got the call, I just went, okay. Like, I was just so numb. Yeah. I was just kind of expecting, you know, it was that era of expecting bad news a little bit. Yes. I yeah. think we all became a little too accustomed to yeah. receiving bad news. And there's this self-preservation thing or the self-defense thing that we do after oh, that yeah. pattern has maybe staked. I have said self-preservation yeah. so much in the last year. I'm like, I've been trying to push through that wall of it because mine's really good after the last three years. Like I didn't cry for a whole year last year. Yeah. I could see the saddest movie in the world and nothing came out. But and for someone who's such an empath, mm-hmm. you are, for people watching and listening, we have a friendship and we've been able to connect. But even when we first were getting to know each other in the writing room, you were someone who I was immediately able to just penetrate mm-hmm. that wall and we got right to the good stuff right away. Yeah. So for you to say something like that, about, you know, not being able to emote or be in touch with your feelings. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. It was wild. It was really hard dry spell. And I, I found myself like even writing wise being like picking my guitar up less and less. And it was after I wrote note to self. So I think my cup was already a little empty, Mm -hmm. but I slowly started getting back in touch with myself. And I went to Costa Rica for for like nine days and it was all about crying. (laughs) The whole thing was like a vulnerability boot camp basically. And it really broke down those walls again and brought out a lot of the raw Mm -hmm. things that I used to just let kind of fall out. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know about you. I definitely feel like I'm coming back into myself. I felt like I was wearing old clothes for mm. the last few years. Yeah. And like walking around in them and being like, I know I've worn these before, but I don't feel like myself in them. And yeah, I just feel the most myself that I have in the last three years. Well, that makes me really happy to me. And I think to so many people, the perception is that you are kind of experiencing this reemergence. You did mm. that huge tour with our friend Joy Lodigan. Yeah. You released this beautiful project. Yeah. You're even reimagining some of these songs and playing Bonnaroo finally. I mean, I, I think it feels like you did all this work over the last couple of years mm-hmm. to be able to meet this moment that you're in right now and get reacquainted with your audience that loves yeah. you so much. And yeah. I think introspection, when you are someone as connected with your community as you are, being forced to look inward yeah. can be kind of painful, but necessary, necessary process. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we both have the luxury of frequenting our favorite bars in Nashville yeah. and being able to go run into all of our friends all the time. And I think sometimes like going out and doing that, I come home to myself and I go, I just only wanted to love on my friends and my community how is Brie feeling today? Mm-hmm. And that was like a, a really big lesson the last two years, especially writing note to self was like diving into being like, what do I want out of the next two years? Mm-hmm. And, and who am I? And checking in with myself and realized I hadn't done that in a while right. because I love going out so much and because I love being an active part of Nashville's community. So yeah, it was a necessary inward journey. I need a little time. 
doing things the way that I was told they were done, that I had taken a forced pause to examine what I was being influenced by and the things I was being told to do. And you can really just kind of have autonomy and know that these decisions are coming from you. And then your music will reflect that as well. Yeah. And I, I, I appreciate that. The top of the year definitely felt like, okay, you can smell the like, opportunity in the air again like for growth I think like the year before last it was kind of like we don't know if things are open yet and then it felt like how am I going to start this year what intention am I going to use to propel my creativity because it it was kind of lacking in December and I signed with my label and they needed you know new music and I was like I'm going to go somewhere and throw a backpack on with my journal in it and I'm going to bring my guitar and I'm just going to force myself to be on the grind and write songs the way I used to before I lived in Nashville. Right. I put myself in a really uncomfortable situation mm-hmm. and sleep on my friend Jenna's couch mm-hmm. and it turned out to make me put myself in the center every day as opposed to like branch out and be like all uh, you know try to fit in old clothes and try to recreate what Nashville's community was before. Like I had to find my own footing again and, and then came back to Nashville and it was like this new air and it's really exciting. I think it's so beautiful how you can break everything down and sleep on your friend's couch, take away all the armor that we have. And what remains is still you, Brie, who wants to make music and connect with people. So how will you connect with your audience today? I feel, I just got chills actually. It might be because it's air conditioned, but (laughs) also I have deja vu with you saying that because I've been thinking about being able to do this for so long Mm -hmm. that, and now there's a beautiful Kenny G moment behind us. I know, is that a French horn? (laughs) These are the angels welcoming you back to Byron. It's so good. (laughs) No, but I, I, guess for you know the three years I was always imagining what the set would be like and now I have a whole album on top of the catalog I had before so it's a very different world it's a very different world I feel like a very different more evolved version of me and so yeah I I hope to connect with listeners that maybe had planned on coming out the last two years Mm and have been able to sit with my music Mm -hmm. during the time in which we won't speak of and then Voldemort. Yeah, yeah, we won't speak of it. And um, and then hopefully, you know, it attracts people to come in and listen. And, you know, my Nashville family that is going to be on stage with me, we just really like to have fun and show people how amazing Nashville is. And You have so many people here excited to see you who have been waiting hmm. for this moment, too. It and makes me nervous. Well, that, that <laughs> is air conditioning and chills, I'm sure, because yeah. you have been seasoned for... Hmm this moment, not the last three Mm. Bonnaroos that were supposed to happen and never did, but this will happen. And I think that you just need to really 
be present in that and soak yeah. it up and reap the rewards that you've worked so hard for. I receive that. And it's going to be really, really fun to actually watch this come to fruition. Oh, it's going to be so fun. I'm, I'm, I'm going to cry probably. Well, you're going to kick ass. You're going to break all the legs. Thank and you. you're going to probably make people in the audience cry too. So That's the goal. <laughs> didn't cry for all that time. That's I know. Time. I know. I'm ready. Yeah. No, but thank you. I'm, um, I'm so excited and very thankful for you having me and what you do. I love you. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Brie Kennedy and this bonus episode of Salute the Songbird. Make sure to give Brie a follow on all of her socials at I am Brie Kennedy. Go download her new album, 20-something, and her new single, Ribbon, that just dropped this past Friday. Brie's also been announcing a ton of tour dates, so keep an eye out for those. I can confirm that she is totally mesmerizing live, and her performance at Bonnaroo was wonderful. To keep up with my music, my tour dates, and my socials, follow me at I am Maggie Rose. And for exclusive Salute the Songbird content, live stream concerts, and more, join my With the Band family. And you can get all of my tour dates at www.maggierosemusic.com. I hope to see you guys out there. We still have a lot of dates on our summer tour left. And to close out the show, here's 20-something, the title track from Brie Kennedy's new album. Salute the Songbird is brought to you by Osiris Media, hosted by Maggie Rose, produced by Austin Marshall, Maggie Rose, and Kirsten Cluthy, with production assistance from Grace Romer and Kip Young, edited by Justin Thomas of Revoice Media, music by Maggie Rose, show logo by Premier Music Group, graphics by Catherine Boyles and Mark Dowd. Had my first kiss at the corner bar Fell in love with a stranger in the dark Another scar to put on my sleeve Swear to God I feel everything It's not enough so I had to crash my car Stop traffic on my hoeing drive Didn't know that I just needed to cry Learning how to navigate What to give and what to take Did the dumbest shit just to feel alive Yeah, it's Four, I found
Osiris. <laughs>